Hi, my name's Tina Waldron. Welcome to the podcast. Every week I look to interview someone that can help you share your faith naturally with the world around you. In 2023, I'm going to be interviewing people in Australia, also a few from overseas, and then there'll be a few weeks that I'll jump on myself and actually do a little bit of recording with some information that may help. If you're looking to do some coaching and evangelism or as a female in ministry or an online course this year in personal evangelism, please check out our website, evangelisminaustralia.com. Let's get into this week's episode. Today I want to talk about easy evangelism, how evangelism can be easier. When I first met Jesus in 1992, I've got to say it wasn't that easy. Over the years, like you and like uh, many other people, you learn some things, you read the Bible and you see some things that maybe you didn't see before. So I wanted to chat about those things that can make evangelism easy or easy evangelism. The first thing that I want to talk about is perspective, uh, what we see or, or how we see things. So perception can be defined as the way in which something is regarded or understood or interpreted. Perspective is an attitude towards or a way of regarding something. It's a point of view. Let me read you a couple of quotes that I find really helpful when thinking about perspective. This first one is by Eleanor Roosevelt. Today is the oldest you've ever been and the youngest you'll ever be again. I'll say that again. Today is the oldest you've ever been and the youngest you'll ever be again. It's a great comment on perspective. It's a matter of perspective, isn't it? One Chinese philosopher said this, what the caterpillar calls the end, the rest of the world calls a butterfly. (laughs) I laughed when I first read that. What the caterpillar calls the end, the rest of the world calls a butterfly. Again, it's perspective. Winston Churchill, the British Prime Minister of many years ago, said a pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity An optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. I love that. A pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity. An optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. So perspective. Easy evangelism for me is about perspective. Let me talk to you or present a couple of perspectives that are out there when it comes to mission and evangelism. First of all, there are those people who see a church service as the primary connecting point for those outside of the church. The other perspective is that there are those who no longer see the church service as the primary connecting point for those outside the church. Which one are you? I'll say them again. Which perspective do you have on evangelism and mission. There are those who see the church service as the primary connecting point for those outside the church. And then there are those who no longer see the church service as the primary connecting point for those outside the church. So I wonder which one you would say, which perspective 
you hold to. For me, I have the perspective um, that I no longer see the or a church service as the primary connecting point for those outside the church, as the primary connecting point for my friends in my world, for my family in my world that don't know Christ yet. Here's another perspective and wondering which one you are. First of all, there are some churches that assume that the primary activity of God is in the church. So there's some churches, wonder if it's yours, that assume that the primary activity of God is in the church. And then there's a different perspective on that, and that is that there are some churches that assume that the primary activity of God is in the world and the church is God's instrument sent into the world to participate in his redemptive mission. That's a bit of a long one. Let me read that perspective to you again. Some churches assume that the primary activity of God is in the world and the church is actually God's instrument sent into the world to participate in his redemptive mission. Two different perspectives again. Let me just uh, reiterate them. So which one are you? Some churches, the church that you go to, assume that the primary activity of God is in the church, but then the other perspective or the flip side, the other side of the coin maybe, is that churches assume that the primary activity of God is in the world and that the church is God's instrument sent into the world to participate in his redemptive mission. For me, I'm, I'm that second one. And my perspectives have changed over time as I've been a part of evangelism and mission and starting to understand God a bit more. Here's a final set of um, perspectives or two perspectives. Again, which one are you? Some churches see mission as something they initiate and something that they move on. They see God as joining them at work. But then the other perspective is that some churches see mission as something that God initiates, that they actually join in. They see mission as joining God at work. So two different perspectives. I'm the second one. I really do see mission as something that God initiates, that I actually join in. I see that mission is something that I join God in his work. But some people don't see it like that. Easy evangelism has been for me when I have had a different perspective, when I've had these perspectives, these second perspectives that I'm reading out to you today. So what about you when it comes to perspective, even to begin with, when it comes to mission and evangelism? Which ones were you out of those three? an interesting thing happened to me today. I was actually shopping, grabbing some dinner after I dropped one of our kids off to work. And I went in there shopping and got what I needed. And I got to the checkout and I just felt the Lord, you know, highlight the the girl that was sitting behind the, the desk, checking out all the food and taking your money. Anyway, so I said to the Lord, 
oh, you know, are you wanting to say something to this girl? And I'm just looking at her, not in a weird way that she would start noticing, but just looking at her. And then after a while, all of a sudden, this thought comes to my mind that this girl is a great manager and that she lacks the confidence to be able to to step into that. And I thought, oh, gosh, well, what am I going to do with that? I thought, well, that's encouraging. It's really, if someone said that to me or, or to one of my kids, if they were sitting there, I'd find it encouraging. So I thought, all right, I'm just going to go for it. So as it turned out, she shut down the, the lane so there was no more people coming behind me. And once the person before me had gone through, I'm just standing there by myself with this girl. So even more so, I'm thinking, oh, Tina, all right, you've got to, you've got to say something now. You've got this thought in your head. You're convinced that this is the Lord. So I just said to her, hi, my name's Tina. I said, you know, I'm involved with church work. I said, I want to encourage you. I think that you're a great manager. And she said, oh, no, I'm not the manager. I said, no, I realize you're not the manager. I said, I'm just saying to you that I can see that you have some great qualities and I think that God wants to encourage you. You have some great qualities to be a manager. And she's like, oh, my gosh, that's so nice. Thank you. I said, well, can I just encourage you now or in the future to pursue a management type of position because I think you're really gifted and able to do that. And she was so encouraged. She wouldn't stop going on how encouraged she wasn't. And that was it. And for me, I thought, you know, it, it was just a part of her story of her coming to faith. I don't know where she is on her faith journey or trying to reach out for God or find if there's something more in life. But it, it, it again, it reminded me that God has a church for his mission. So God has a church for his mission because my perspective is that I'm I'm joining him on mission. So it's easy for me. I don't have to make it up. I'm waiting for God to move. But right there and then in that supermarket, I thought, yes, God has a church for his mission. And I simply joined in. He wanted to reach out to her. And so I joined him in him doing that in her life. So evangelism and mission can be easy, but it does definitely start with the right perspective. Let me talk to you about what I call a sending impulse, the sending impulse of God, this concept that um, God has sent us. You know, there's been many books written around this um, concept. I guess one of the great ones I love is the book called Sentness by Kim Hammond, an Australian, and Darren Cronshaw, which is a great read. But let's have a look, you know, what the Bible says about how this sentness, how God has actually sent us. Because again, it's it makes evangelism easy when you have the right perspective and the right, I guess, theological basis or underpinnings for what we do. John 3.16, probably one of the most popular pieces of scripture, right? For God so loved the world that he gave or he sent his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Luke chapter 9 verse 1 to 
2, which is about Jesus calling the 12 together and then he sends them, the Bible says when Jesus had called the 12 together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. So again, we get this concept, this idea in scripture that God has sent us, that he has sent us out to reach the world around us. It's not that we're uh, really begging him to send us now. It's the fact that we are a sent people already. Luke chapter 10 and verse 1 to 2 uh, says this, After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. He told them, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. I love that. Again, we get this idea that we are sent, but ask the Lord to send them, like to to remind them even that they need to be out there. And then John chapter 12, verse 21 Jesus speaking says, as the Father sent me, I send you. So there's this idea that really helps me, helps uh, me embrace an evangelism and outreach methodology that is easy, knowing that God has sent me, that I'm already out there amongst people. I'm not sitting around waiting for him to actually send me, but I'm living a sent life. And I really, I love that thought because everywhere I go, I think, yeah, today I'm sent. When today, when I walked into that supermarket that I'm telling you about, I thought to myself, I'm a sent person. I'm sent on mission and God has me to be his church for his mission. And so I'm, I'm going with that mindset. I'm not trying to make things happen. I'm, I'm looking for where God is at work. Brilliant quote by Pat Hood, who wrote the book, in fact, The Sending Church, that you might like to read. He wrote this, the church in the book of Acts, they really got it. They gathered to magnify the exalted king, but they understood that their task was to leave the building. At first, they didn't go across the ocean. They focused on going across the street. Their lives were so radically transformed by the gospel that they didn't see their faith as connected to a place. It was actually a life. And as a result, the church grew exponentially. Let me um, read that again. I really love it. The church in the book of Acts got it. They gathered to magnify the exalted king but they understood that their task was to leave the building. At first, they didn't go across the ocean. They focused on going across the street. Their lives were so radically transformed by the gospel that they didn't see their faith as connected to a place. It was a life, and as a result, the church grew exponentially. Really, really love that. So, you know, evangelism can be easy. The right perspectives, understanding that we're sent, understanding that we partner with God, understanding that our life is to be the church scattered, not the church gathered, which I think Pat Hood really gets at in this book. So we are the church scattered, not gathered, although we need to gather. I, I really love that. I'm thinking of one of my 
neighbours, in fact, that has really been um, burnt by the church and I've been praying for them for so long. I mean, I cannot tell you how long I've been praying for them. And I get little opportunities here and there uh, to share as the Lord opens that way. But uh, not so long ago, we were at a 60th birthday together uh, for a, a family friend and they were there as well and just really left a center. I didn't see the conversation going. I did not try and lead the conversation a certain way. But all of a sudden, after we've been living, you know, as neighbors for quite a long time now, but just out of the blue, he raised the issue of how he saw church today. I didn't wasn't talking about church or going to church, started raising this whole conversation how how he sees church and how the church should behave in community and reaching out and and what really ticks him off. And for whatever reason, he just started unloading all this information on me. But straight away when he started talking, I thought to myself, this is God on mission. God is moving in his heart. He's caused him to this guy to start talking about this to me at this particular time. And my response or my involvement in this was now to listen to what he was saying, listening to him, listening with one ear to heaven, and to respond in the most Christ-like way I could respond, you know, by listening and affirming, asking more questions, saying what I believe. In all of this, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, how do I encourage or how do I move him in that direction where he can connect back with Jesus? So I could see from his life that, you know, a few things had gone a bit in different directions that what was his basic need was to connect back with Jesus, to know that Jesus still loved him, uh, all of those things that he had once experienced. And that for me was really, again, having the right perspective from the word go and knowing that I'm sent and then in that moment bringing that all together created for what I would say was easy evangelism, was not difficult at all. So there, there's some little things um, that have really helped me and I pray that these thoughts and some of these concepts, they may be new to you or they may not be new to you, but I'm praying today that they would encourage you to keep going, to keep reaching out with that right perspective in Jesus' name. And I look forward to sharing some more thoughts with you as as we go over the year that's in front of us now, sharing my own thoughts in this space. So God bless you. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I trust it's been helpful for you. Don't forget to check out onmissionwithgod.com. Love to see you in the course this year. Have a great week and see you next time.